Welcome to the How Writers Write podcast, a show focused on inspiring and empowering you to become a better writer. Come along as we deconstruct the tips, routines, and motivations of your favorite authors. In the end, it's all about getting your story onto the page. Welcome to Monday Motivation, your inner critic, part one. Hello and welcome, my friends. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week of writing, even in the midst of all this pandemic chaos. So by far, the most common thing that I coach writers, and I mean everyone, this is writers from all backgrounds, projects, and levels of accomplishment, like brand new to number one New York Times bestseller people. The number one thing I coach people on is their relationship with their inner critic. We have all heard this term, the inner critic, and oddly, like a lot of really important terms, we've heard about the inner critic so much that it just doesn't register as something that impacts our lives. But here's the thing. Your relationship with your inner critic defines the limits of your writing life. And I want to say that again, because it's really important. Your relationship with your inner critic defines the limits of your writing life. So what is the inner critic and why in the world am I saying it is so important? In coaching, we call the inner critic the saboteur. Coaching just, eh, they laugh at those kinds of mysterious names. But in essence, your inner critic is the tiny voice in your head that tells you what you can and cannot do. Calling it a voice that was really generous because generally the inner critic manifests in writers when they hear themselves saying, I can't, I won't, I'm not able to. Those like almost unknown things we tell ourselves that define the limits that we place on our lives. So the inner critic is around to keep you safe. It is an ancient system that keeps you from taking a risk, especially, 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 especially when you can remember a time when the risk didn't pay off. And on the balance, like it's been great for humanity. It has kept us safe, kept us in tribes, kept us close to the fire and away from dangerous animals, and has kept us believing the same thing. All of this, the good stuff needed for the survival of a species. But while the inner critic has helped the human race survive, it will not help you thrive. Here's the thing. Inherent in writing is risk, and more than that, failure. To write is to fail nine times, only to get it almost right on the tenth. In writing, we are inundated by rejection, by criticism, veiled as feedback, by naysayers, by people who tell us we'll never write a single good thing, and that is probably because those people, they have their own unrealized dreams. You see, your inner critic wants to keep you safe from all the reasons above. When you've been rejected, your inner critic says, I've got you, and shuts down any attempt at what might lead to a similar failure, because your inner critic can't really identify the difference between a psychic failure, so one happening in your brain inside of you, and external physical failure. You're reacting just like you would if there was some awful thing coming to get you. But the writing life is a life of failure, criticism, and risk. It is impossible to learn to write and not flub sentences, miswrite characters, have flat dialogue. That list can go on forever. It is actually impossible because the skills to be a writer 
are not born into anyone. You have to learn to write. Even if you don't show your writing to a single soul, we still place expectations on ourselves. And those expectations come with the risk of meeting them or not. There's risk in the failure of not meeting our own expectations. And so we have two forces who are diametrically opposed. The inner critic who wants to keep you from writing and your desire to write, which is rife with failure. The two are in a constant battle. This is a battle that will never go away. I've learned through coaching and interviewing some of the most successful writers on the planet that the professional writer does not ever shed the inner critic. There's never a point where the inner critic is magically conquered. The professional writer, though, has learned how to write through or around it. Said another way, it does not matter if you are a number one New York Times bestseller or a writer attempting your first story, the inner critic is going to be there doing its best to keep you safe, aka keep you from taking a risk, aka stop you from writing. And so what in the world can we do? For this first week, don't try to silence or suppress the inner critic. I know we always want to go immediately to a solution. This might sound harsh, what I'm about to say, but you will not even have the awareness to make a dent. It'll be like playing whack-a-mole where you are always swinging way too slow. I've said this a million times, but the first step is always just pure and simple awareness. Get a journal and a pencil or pen, and of course, it's fine to type it, but I think there is just something about writing with your hand. Here are a flow of questions to start putting a name to the inner critic face. Ask these questions first. Don't write anything down yet. What is your goal for writing? Once you have that in your head, what makes you excited about this goal? Okay, so now you have your goal. You know what makes you excited. Okay, now I want you to take your goal and I want you to make it ridiculous. It could not get any better than this goal. It is the goal that you probably don't want to tell people is so good goal. Like truly, mine, as I said in a different podcast, is to be interviewed by Barack Obama. It's absolutely ridiculous, but it's my goal. Now, be quiet for a moment, take a moment to yourself, and write down all of the reasons that came up when you said your ridiculous goals. What are all the reasons it could never happen? What is the I can't or I won't or no chance that? Just free write all of those down. Now, spend the next week until this next episode just poking at those reasons of why you can't get what you want. Next week, we're going to put a name to the face to your inner critic. We're going to dive way deeper into identifying and hearing it and knowing when it's coming up. But for this week, just try and be aware of when that inner critic pops up and think about all those reasons you've told yourself that you can't, something won't happen, there's no chance that it'll happen, and just sit on it. Just be aware of it. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week of writing. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.